Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's successful real estate professional as they share it with you. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, The Door Devil. Homeowners spend hundreds on alarm systems each year, but rarely reinforce the weakest point on the home, the doors. Bad guys know this, and that's why kick-ins are so common. Simply adding door devils virtually eliminates the home security gap. Sleep better tonight. Reinforce your doors. Visit doordevil.com and enter best ever to get an exclusive 20% discount on your purchase. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Pedro Duquesne. Hi, Pedro. Hello, hello. I wanted to talk with Pedro because, one, he's a very good friend of mine, and two, he is a real estate investor, so that is relevant to the best ever listeners. Not only is he a real estate investor actively, he owns his own apartment building, but he's also a passive real estate investor. He's actually one of uh, the investors who invested in uh, one of my deals. And I wanted to speak with him to get his perspective on both the active standpoint of what he looks for in properties and also from a passive investing standpoint and what the differences are there. So uh, he also has a full-time job, non-real estate related. So many of you best ever listeners perhaps still have a full-time job and are looking to break out of it or supplement your income. And he's successfully done that through his active and passive real estate investments. So with that being said, Pedro, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more background on your experience in real estate and then also what you're focused on next? Okay, perfect. Well, uh, so generally, you know, I'll give a backstory on how I ended up getting into real estate. But initially, I was the type of person that, you know, when I was looking at an investment vehicle to, you know, grow my wealth, really, I was always focused on the stock market and fixed income. And that's usually what I generally tried to focus on. I didn't really think about real estate too much. and I never really bothered running through the numbers. It wasn't actually until when I met Joe four years ago. I'm actually originally from Miami, moved up to New York. And, you know, I met Joe about four four years ago, and he was all about real estate. Uh, he started talking to him about real estate and what, you know, the, what it is as an investment vehicle. Started running my own little numbers and everything like that. And it kind of had a few aha moments when I started um, thinking about it more. And I also started reading into it, like the tax benefits. Those are things that I didn't necessarily think about. In terms of if you get a renter, I always thought about, okay, so you're making, you know, you buy a house, you put down like $20,000 and you're only making like about 100 bucks a month, it's only 1200 a month. Uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it in terms of dishing out that much cash. But when you start thinking about also the fact that the renter's paying down your mortgage, so there's also that buildup in equity that also wasn't, you know, putting into the numbers. So, you know, all that started getting me thinking. Uh, so that was my initial thought and aha moments that I had getting into real estate. Then my first actual uh, venture in real estate was actually a, a passive income investment, as Joe alluded to, and it was actually his deal. He had a big multi-unit property that he was looking for investors, and when he presented the deal to me, it seemed great, and I invested in it. And it's been fantastic. That was like I'd say about a, maybe a year and a half ago. You know, and being a passive investor, uh, it's, it's fantastic because honestly, I, I don't really do anything. <laughs> I just 
we sit back and collect the, the check, so to speak, from the income that the property is producing and get updates from Joe. Uh, and then I'd say about maybe this year, actually, at the beginning of this year, 2014, I actually went and wanted to do my own deal. Um, I kind of wanted to understand what it is like to actually go through the process. And I uh, just finished buying a six-unit um, apartment building. And it's completely different, as Joe was alluding to also, in regards to being an active investor in the property, because now I actually have to stay on top of the property management and making sure that things you know, are getting done in a timely manner. So it requires a little bit more hands-on and a little bit more being on top of people. You kind of have to have some kind of process or have some something going on in your head to, to make sure that things are happening and going accordingly because it's not it's your part, it's your money. Based on your experience in passive investing and now active investing, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Uh, my best Real estate advice ever is pretty straightforward, and it's from what I've been hearing from all types of books and even podcasts, including Joe's and everybody, is a general sense is just go out and do it. Is uh, When you're a passive investor, it's a little bit easier to get involved, honestly, just is because you just basically have to hear the deal. Somebody does all the work for you, and then you, write, you cut the check, um, and they do all the work. So they stay on top. They give you updates about how the property is going, how everything is being managed, how, what kind of returns are they getting, you know, what, yeah, what, you know, everything basically that you can think of under the sun of what's going on with the property. But you don't actually do anything. You just basically sit at home and wait for that check to come in, depending on what the agreement is with the investor. Um, in this case, you know, we get paid quarterly. So every quarter I'm getting a, you know, a return on my investment, and, you know, a check essentially. Um, and so honestly, like, I guess if there's people out there that you have some money and you're a little gun shy or something, or you don't, you know, you don't really want to go out and do the deal or you don't have the time to go out and find your own deal, you know, passive investment will actually maybe be a viable strategy. The only caveat to that is that you got to find somebody that you trust. That's probably the quintessential aspect of passive investment is that you got to find the person that's going to be putting together the deal that you got to trust what they're doing is that they really know what they're doing, essentially. Um, so that way, when you invest with them, uh, you're investing in real estate and you get all the, the perks of being a direct investor in a piece of property as opposed to being an, an investor in real estate, like, as example, like a REIT, you know, a real estate investment trust, which you can buy on the stock market. Um, so that's the one thing about passive investment. It's very, it's in the sense that once you identify somebody that's trustworthy, you can invest with them, and the work is very minimal for you. Uh, when you're an active investor, that's completely different ballgame. There, you have to actually go out and start look, talking to commercial brokers and understanding, you know, what is a good property, um, doing your analysis, doing, and then you know, actually making an offer, and then going through the whole entire process of inspecting it and then closing it, and, you know, and then after, once you close it, that's just the beginning. I mean, you can open the champagne bottle. Woohoo! I got bought my property. But and then afterwards, you have to start managing it. But my best advice is just go and do it. Just go do it. If you want to be a passive investor, go go to to meetings and meet people that are doing the deals, and then you know invest through them. If you find somebody that you that you trust and you believe in, 
um, if you want to be a little bit more hands-on and you want to be more of an active investor, you go find your own deal because you like that thrill and you like that the idea of being the landlord. If you think you want to do it, there's only you can read so many books, you can read so many forums, you can talk to so many people, but there comes a certain point where you just got to go sit, buckle up and do it. It's interesting the differences between passive investing and active investing because I think to generalize the two, and I don't like generalizations, but they have a purpose in some cases. Um, to generalize, I'd say active investing requires more time, but there's also more upside. Uh, whereas passive investing requires less time, but there's less upside. And certainly there are exceptions to that, but I liken it to investing in, for anyone who invests in single-family homes, investing in a rehab project, which would be more upside, more time, or a turnkey house, less upside, less time. Uh, and it's just a matter of what your strategy and what your goals are, uh, because as an investor, you can choose to do either or both, um, but just you know, know going into it, that's going to be the uh, generally speaking, that's going to be the uh, you know the pros and cons. So, Pedro, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Uh, sure. Best ever book you've read. Best ever book is actually the best book that I've read right now that I'm about to finish up is uh, Marketing Outrageously uh, by John Spolstra. Best ever personal growth experience and what you've learned from it. Yeah, I'd say this this last deal that I did in terms of just closing on it. Um, I learned so much uh, that now I'm just, you know, honestly, I'm itching to just do another deal because cause, you know, now that I overcame that first year, you know, that fear of not knowing the process. So it's over. I just want to do another one. What specifically did you learn from it? Um, overall, I had a lot of help. Uh, you being one of them uh, into the whole process. But one thing that I specifically learned was, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's, there's nothing really to fear, you know, about it. You just kind of got to go through it and realize that there's nothing really bad about it. Yeah, there's, there's nothing. It's really fast. That's the one thing I did learn. So you got to act quickly through the whole process, but it's nothing mind-blowingly difficult. And so that's why once I did, I was like, that's it. I bought it. Cool. Let me let me do another one. Best ever success habit you practice. Um, this is something from Tony Robbins, which is raise your standard. You know, this isn't just for real estate, this is for life in general. You know, everything that you do always try to maintain the standard that you expect of yourself and don't ever try to cut uh, corners. Always try to, you know, work a little bit hard. if it's gonna require a little bit more work to get it to the level where you think that it needs to be as opposed to just going home and saying, ah, that's good enough. So it's just having that discipline to always make sure that you're, everything that you're doing, and, you know, you can say in life, but, you know, in general, it's adhering to the standard that you expect of yourself and making sure that you're keeping yourself in check. Best ever deal you've done? Best ever deal I've done, I'd say so far this 60 that I've been going on is has been doing fairly well been a great experience. What are the numbers behind it? Well, right now I purchased it for actually the 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 purchase price is actually on paper 190,000. But because of the condition of the property, just a little tidbit like this, uh, there's another thing that I learned is that there's an initial negotiation 
which they were trying to sell it for 225 I negotiated it down to 190 I didn't actually get to walk the property since this I live in New York and this property is in another state. Um, so I didn't actually get to see the property. I only saw a few pictures. So I negotiated it down to 190000 um, based on the numbers alone. And then after I did the inspection, the property, you know, it needed a little bit of tender love and care. So I negotiated um, on closing $20,000 in credit. So actually, I didn't really, even though on paper I bought it for 190 I really did purchase it for like 170 if you think about it, because I got $20,000 in credit at the end. That being said, the numbers right now, I've only had it for six months. Um, unfortunately, one of the things that right now put a, a little bit of a damper in my six-month performa as I was coming in is that I had to change the electrical panel. So that was cost me quite a pity penny, and part of that is because of the insurance agency. I'd probably say that this first year, I'm not going to make money off of it. But what makes me optimistic about it is that I've already been able to raise, for example, in one of my one of my units, uh, I was able to raise the rent from 450 to $600, and I'm pretty hopeful that now is uh, another part of the same payment. I'm going to be able to raise it all to $600. So that isn't something that I even had in my pro forma. So looking forward, um, I believe that I'll be making you know, easily like about 12 to 15% a year cash on cash return. You know, just the first year, you know, it's I'm taking it over. There's the repairs and whatnot, but I'm hopeful of the future. Um, that I'm going to be making a really good return on this property. Yeah. That's great. Yep. And uh, on on top of the return, like you mentioned earlier, you've got the principal pay down as well. Correct. Yeah, and that's not including any of the tax benefits that I'm going to be getting in my personal income. That's also going to be escalating my return when you think about it that way. Pedro, what's the best ever place to reach you? Ah, well, I'm horrible at Facebook and social media itself. If you saw my phone, you would crack up. Uh, people consider me that I live in the dark ages. But in all honesty, probably I'm very good at, about checking my email. So that's at pedroduquesne0 at gmail.com. Um, let me spell my last name just in case. It's D-U-Q-U-E-S-N-E. That's Duquesne. And, you know, if you shoot me an email there, I will will gladly respond and you know we can strike up a conversation thank you so much for spending the time this morning with the best ever listeners and uh coming from you know your standpoint of having a full-time job and investing in a syndicated deal and then also investing in an active deal i think that's a very interesting dynamic and seeing um how that's where that's leading you to um, and the learnings that you've had to date. So thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, Joe. Bye. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then head to JoeFairless.com, where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on JoeFairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe. 